الحمد لله الذي يدخل الصالحين من عباده في رحمته والحمد لله الذي تسبح المخلوقات بعظمته وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له هو كما أثنى على نفسه وأشهد أن محمدا عبد الله ورسوله الذي اصطفاه من خلقه. We praise Allah for His mercy and grace. We praise Allah throughout the nights and throughout the days. I bear witness there is no deity worthy of worship except Allah who created us to worship Him. seeking his face and I bear witness that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sallama is Allah's final messenger to the jinn and to the human race. Brothers and sisters, today is a day of joy, blessing and forgiveness. And I pray and I hope every one of us experiences the joy and the blessing and the forgiveness that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala dispenses on this special day, the day of Friday. The Prophet, peace be upon him, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, said, the best day the sun has risen upon is Friday. And as you know, Allah azza wa jal answers the prayers of those who pray and call upon him. But on Friday, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes a special time frame, a special time slot. Whoever asks Allah, prays to Allah in this time slot, Allah will give him what he is praying for. So we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to bring us closer to him and to make us see the truth as the truth and guide us to follow it and to make us see falsehood as falsehood. and to make us stay away from it, and to join our heart in love and harmony. Brothers and sisters, I would like to ask you this afternoon, where is your homeland? What do you consider your homeland to be? If you remember a few weeks ago, I asked you what gets you out of bed every morning. And this week I asked you, what is your hometown? A person might say, well, I am a Texan. I was born and raised in Texas, and I consider Texas to be my hometown. Somebody else, I'm Floridian. I was born and raised here, so I consider Florida my hometown. Somebody might say, well, my hometown is Damascus. I was born and raised over there, and there where I have my childhood memories. Somebody might say, my hometown is Egypt. Another might say, my hometown is Pakistan. A third one might say, my hometown is Morocco. Somebody might say, well, Georgia is on my mind. I was born and raised in Georgia, so I love Georgia. Georgia is on my mind. But I would like to remind you, brothers and sisters, Earth is not your home. No matter where you were born and raised and you have your childhood memories, Earth is not your home. Earth is a foreign country to you because your father and mother came from Jannah and Jannah is your home. You need to think in terms that Jannah is your home. 
Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us in the Quran, when the believers enter Jannah, Allah azza wa jal tells us in Surah Al-Ra'ad 13.24, وَالْمَلَائِكَةُ يَدْخُلُونَ عَلَيْهِمْ مِنْ كُلِّ بَابٍ سَلَامٌ عَلَيْكُمْ بِمَا صَبَرْتُمْ فَنِعْمَ عُقْبَ الدَّارِ the angels will enter in upon them from every gate saying to them, Peace be upon you for what you patiently endure. And excellent is the home. Jannah is the home. Ibn al-Qayyim, rahimahullah, said a very nice line of poetry. He says, Hayya ala jannati adlin fa'innaha mawtiyuka al-awwalu wa fiha al-mukhayyam. Hayya this statement is ism fi'il means come. Say hayya salah means come to the salah. Come to the gardens of eternity. It is your first home and there is the camp. That is your first home, brothers and sisters. Your time on earth is very limited. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us in the Quran that life on earth is very limited in comparison to the life in eternity. Allah says in Surah Yunus 10.45 وَيَوْمَ يَحْشُرُهُمْ كَأَلَّمْ يَلْبَثُوا إِلَّا سَاعَةً مِنَ النَّهَارِ يَتَعَارَفُونَ بَيْنَهُمْ On the day when He will gather them as though they had not stayed in this world but an hour and a day to meet one another. Allah's Messenger, peace be upon him, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, elaborates on this point and he says, وَاللَّهِ مَا الدُّنْيَا فِي الْآخِرَةِ إِلَّا مَثَلُ مَا يَجْعَلُ أَحَدُكُمْ إِصْبَعَهُ وَأَشَارَ إِلَى السَّبَّابَةِ فِي الْيَمِّ فَالْيَنْظُرْ بِمَا تَرْجِعُ I swear by Allah that this earthly life in comparison to the life in eternity is like when one of you will put his finger and he pointed to the index finger in the water, in the sea. Let him look what it will bring back. By paraphrasing this prophetic statement, this life is like one drop of water in comparison to the water of the sea. So if this life from the time of Adam until the day of judgment is like one drop of water in comparison to the sea, then what is your share from this drop of water? Remember, this drop of water is not your life. It's the entirety of the life. So what is your share from this drop of water? And then is it really worth it to dedicate all of your efforts and energies and expertise and gifts and talents to maximize your share from this one drop of water while neglecting to designate enough efforts and times and expertise and talents to maximize your share from the water of the sea? You and I should think in terms that Jannah is on my mind. Jannah is my home. And brothers and sisters, during your time on earth, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives us the opportunity to come back home where our loving Lord is waiting for those who believe in Him. And Jannah will be your home and Allah will be your neighbor. And your property in Jannah is not something that you have temporary, it's not a rental property, it's a property that you keep forever and ever and ever and ever.
some scholars say, لو كانت الدنيا ذهب يفنى والآخرة خزف يبقى لقدمت الآخرة على الدنيا فكيف وأن الدنيا خزف يفنى والآخرة ذهب يبقى If this earth was gold, but it will perish. And the hereafter is clay that will last forever. Then a person will take the clay that lasts forever over the gold that perishes. But the fact of the matter that this earth is a clay that perishes and the hereafter is the gold that stays forever. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants to bring you back home. And the trip back home is not easy. But it's possible, it's doable, and it's very attainable. And those who make the trip back home are those who live their life on purpose. Because remember, you need to know the purpose of your existence. Internalize the purpose of your existence and live your life on purpose. And those who make it back home safely are those who live their life on purpose. As you know, the salmon swims against the current to reach its destination. And as it's swimming against the current, it has to avoid many hurdles and obstacles. Actually, there are fish ladders that the fish has to actually jump from one step to another to continue the journey. And what is so amazing, the salmon does not eat on the way back. Because if it's susceptible to eat, that means it will be more susceptible to be fished. So it does not eat until it reaches the destination swimming against the current. You as a believer should be mentally prepared to swim against the current in order to go where you are supposed to go. Do not go with the flow. Only a live fish is able to swim against the current. A dead fish will go with the current. So let me ask you this afternoon, are you a live fish or a fish that is going with the current? You need to be a live fish swimming against the current. The current of moral laxity, the current of religious heresy, the current of this is how we do it back home, the current of this is how everybody is doing it. You have to swim against the current in order to reach home. Jannah is your home. Brothers and sisters, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created Adam as you know from clay. And he molded his body with his own divine hands and he blew in him from his spirit. And Allah Azza wa Jal commanded the angels to prostrate to Adam and every single one of them obeyed as Allah Azza wa Jal says in 3973 So all the angels prostrated themselves all of them together. But Lucifer who exhibited an immense level of worship, obedience and reverence to Allah was among the angels, even though he himself was not an angel. He was a creature of Allah who has a free will and abilities to make decisions. Well, Lucifer refused to prostrate to Adam. Iblis refused to prostrate to Adam, and he reasoned that he is better than Adam. He said to Allah, 
أنا خير منه خلقتني من نار وخلقته من طين I am better than him You created me from fire and you created him from clay And Lucifer forgot to think that he is refusing to obey the orders of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala And Allah created Eve from Adam Both of them were permitted to live in Jannah and eat from all the fruits of Jannah except from one tree. And due to Lucifer's refusal, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala pronounced him as a la'in, a reprobate. But Lucifer asked Allah to give him respite. And Allah granted him respite because Allah had a plan to fill the earth with many people. Lucifer lured Adam and Eve to eat from the forbidden tree. And that was the first sin. Adam and Eve repented and Allah accepted their repentance and lowered them down to earth. And Allah promised the children of Adam that he will guide them if they follow the guidance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But Lucifer wants to misguide us. He says to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, لَأَقْعُدَنَّ لَهُمْ صِرَاطَكَ الْمُسْتَقِيمِ ثُمَّ لَآتِيَنَّهُمْ مِنْ بَيْنِ أَيْدِيهِمْ وَمِنْ خَلْفِهِمْ وَعَنْ أَيْمَانِهِمْ وَعَنْ شَمَائِلِهِمْ ثُمَّ لَا تَجِدُ أَكْثَرَهُمْ شَاكِرِينَ I will certainly sit for them on your straight path. And then I shall come upon them from before them, and from behind them, and from their right hand side, and from their left hand side, and you will not find most of them to be grateful. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants us to be grateful. Allah azza wa jalla tells us in Surah Al-Nahl, وَجَعَلَ لَكُمُ السَّمْعَ وَالْأَبْصَارَ وَالْأَفْئِدَةِ لَعَلَّكُمْ تَشْكُرُونَ And He gave you the hearings and the sights and the hearts in order for you to be grateful. Allah wants to refine us. Allah wants to guide us. Allah wants to accept our repentance just like He accepted the repentance of our father and mother. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran in Surah Al-Baqarah 2185 يُرِيدُ اللَّهُ بِكُمُ الْيُسْرَةِ وَلَا يُرِيدُ بِكُمُ الْعُسْرِ Allah wants for you ease and He does not want hardship for you. And also Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in Surah An-Nisa 426 Allah wants to explain to you and guide you to the righteous ways of those who came before you and accept your repentance. And Allah azza wa jal says in Surah An-Nisa يُرِيدُ اللَّهُ أَنْ يُخَفِّفَ عَنْكُمْ Allah wants to lighten your burden And Allah Azza wa Jal says in Surah Al-Ma'idah 5-6 مَا يُرِيدُ اللَّهُ لِيَجْعَلَ عَلَيْكُمْ مِنْ حَرَجٍ وَلَاكِنْ يُرِيدُ لِيُطَهِّرَكُمْ وَلِيُتِرْمَ نِعْمَتَهُ عَلَيْكُمْ لَعَلَّكُمْ تَشْكُرُونَ Allah does not want to make it difficult for you. He wants to purify you and complete His favor upon you that you may be grateful. That what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants for us. But Lucifer, Iblis, is our enemy. He wants for us something else. He wants us to do that which is evil. He wants to demonize us in order to be worthy of being put in the hellfire. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants you to come back home. Allah azza wa jal wants you to be the recipient of His mercy. 
Allah Azza wa Jal created you to be the recipient of His mercy and Allah wants you to live your life on purpose, to actualize the purpose of your existence in your everyday living, so you go back home to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Loved ones, the benefit of knowing the purpose of my existence and your existence is that it puts us back on the way back home. It puts us back on the road to Jannah. And all believers, need the mercy and the grace of Allah to come back to Jannah, to go back home. And therefore Allah Azza wa to begin with created us to be the recipient of His mercy. And all believers will be saved through the grace and the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says, أَحَدًا مِنْكُمْ عَمَلُهُ قَالُوا وَلَا أَنْتَ يَا رَسُولَ اللَّهِ صلى الله عليه وسلم قال ولا أنا إلا أن يتغمدني الله برحمته None of you will be saved because of your good deeds They said even you O Allah's messenger He said even I unless Allah envelops me with his mercy Somebody might think, well, if we are only to be saved by Allah's grace and mercy, why should we work? What is the purpose of working? But the Prophet said, therefore, do good deeds properly, sincerely, and moderately, and take advantage of appropriate time in order for you to reach your destination. He is encouraging us to do good deeds and he said another narration وَعَلَمُوا أَنَّ أَحَبَّ الْعَمَلِ إِلَى اللَّهِ Let it be known to you that the most beloved deed to Allah that which is continual even if it is little so brothers and sisters be quick to do good deeds before you do not have the opportunity to do good deeds be quick to take advantage of the opportunity that is available to you to do good deeds. The Prophet said, بَادِرُ بِالْأَعْمَالِ سَبْعًا هَلْ تَنْتَظِرُونَ إِلَّا فَقْرًا مُنْسِيًا أَوْ غِنًا مُطْغِيًا أَوْ مَرَضًا مُفْسِدًا أَوْ هَرَمًا مُفْنِدًا أَوْ مَوْتًا مُجْهِزًا أَوْ الدَّجَّالِ فَشَرُّ غَائِبٍ يُنْتَظَرُ أَوْ السَّاعَةِ وَالسَّاعَةُ أَدْهَى وَأَمَرُ be quick to do good deeds before one of seven things may happen. Poverty that makes you heedless. Or richness that makes you oppressive. Or debilitating illness. Or deteriorating oldness. Or death that finishes you off. Or the Dajjal, the Antichrist at the most evil awaited event. Or the hour and the hour is more severe and difficult. We need to take advantage of our health. Take advantage of your wealth. Take advantage of the time that you are living healthy and wealthy and in prosperity and in security to do good deeds. See, our country is blessed with so many blessings and bounties. But there is no guarantee that those bounties and blessings will last forever. If the temperature rises a few degrees up, or if the temperature drops a few degrees down, 
crops will not grow as good as they are doing now. And then people will be in hunger, then there will be many economic problems, then there will be many problems in the entire society. So be quick in doing good deeds, brothers and sisters, while you are healthy, while you are wealthy, while you have prosperity, while you have security, while you have safety. Be quick to do good deeds. Yesterday somebody told me a story that made me wonder. It's a real-time story about an older man who was very rich. And before he died, he said to his son, I want you to build a masjid in my name after I die. And then that person died. And his son inherited millions and millions of dollars. But he did not carry on the will until that son becomes himself an older man. And then that son, he said to his son, after I die, I want you to build a masjid in my name and in your grandfather's name. Somebody was aware of that situation, went to him and he told him, why don't you build it while you are alive? Build it now and benefit from the rewards that come to you now. Spend the money now. He said, no. I'm going to do it after I die. I don't know how people think or what is in their minds, but the Prophet ﷺ told us, be quick in doing good deeds, because you never know what will happen afterwards. And maybe his son will not build the masjid, and he will pass it on to his son, and this masjid will never be built. Be quick to do good deeds. But you need to realize, as you are doing good deeds, Realize that you cannot purchase the mercy and the grace of Allah with your good deeds. The mercy and the grace of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala are not for sale. It's not something that you can purchase, but Allah azza wa jal gives them freely. All that you have to do in order to receive the mercy and the grace of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is to put your name down, apply for them. And when you confess, when I confess, there is no deity worthy of worship except Allah. The term Allah and the term Jehovah are synonyms. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala communicates about Himself to different people in different languages. So when you say Allah, Yahweh, Jehovah, all of them are referring to the supreme being who created heavens and earth and everything that is in between. And when a person confesses there is no deity worthy of worship except Allah, and Muhammad is Allah's final messenger, the application is complete. But after you do your application, you have to submit your application. And you submit your application when you submit to the will of Allah and live a life of loyalty and obedience to your Creator. Live your life on purpose by internalizing the purpose of your existence. And I would like to let you know, loved ones, that your salvation is the product of Allah's mercy applied to your faith and good deeds. Because salvation is not one size fit all. There are degrees of rewards in Jannah. And there are degrees of punishment in the hellfire. But with faith, good deeds add to your salvation and add to your reward. The Prophet ﷺ says, مَنْ شَهِدَ أَنْ لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا اللَّهُ وَحْدَهُ لَا شَرِيكَ لَهُ وَأَنَّ مُحَمَّدًا عَبْدُهُ وَرَسُولُهُ 
وأن عيسى عبد الله ورسوله وكلمته ألقاها إلى مريم وروح منه والجنة حق والنار حق أدخله الله الجنة على ما كان من عمل Whoever says and testifies there is no deity worthy of worship except Allah alone without any partners. And Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is Allah's final messenger. And Jesus is Allah's slave and final messenger and a word from him that Allah gave to Mary and a spirit from him. And paradise is real and the hell is real. Allah will make him enter Jannah according to his deeds. So your deeds matter. And I would like to say also to some of the, our Christian friends who think they got a free ticket to, to Jannah, that is not how it works. Because also it says in 1 Corinthians 3.8, every man shall receive his own reward according to his own labor. So there must be labor. We must work. But our work does not buy us the mercy and the grace of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the good news is, we need the mercy and the grace of Allah to be saved. And every believer, good or bad, obedient or disobedient, moral or immoral, every believer is guaranteed not to be eternalized in the hellfire. And he is guaranteed to one point to make it to paradise. Granted that he remains free from ascribing partners to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah's Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Jibreel atani, faakhbarani annahu man mata min ummati la yushrik billahi shay'an dakhal al-jannah. Qultu, ya Rasulallah, wa inzana wa insarak, qala wa inzana wa insarak. Jibreel said to the Prophet ﷺ, Whoever dies from your nation while being free from worshipping anything beside Allah, he will enter Jannah. I said, even if he committed thievery and fornication, he said, even if he committed thievery and fornication. But hold your horses. This is not a license to sin. This is not a license for licentiousness. But this is a glad tiding that Allah's mercy exceeds His wrath. Allah says, My mercy exceeds my wrath. سَبَقَتْ رَحْمَتِي That means no one will be eternalized in the hellfire because Allah's mercy exceeds His wrath. And the only one to be eternalized in the hellfire is the one who rejected Allah altogether. Thus, he rejects the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That does not mean if one professed that there is no real God except Allah and he did not back up his profession with obedience will enter Jannah without punishment. There, might, there are always consequences to sin. This person might do time in hellfire. He might have to experience some difficult adventures. But at one point of time, he will be made to enter Jannah. And once believers are in Jannah, they are not in the same rank in Jannah. Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala dispenses His saving mercy and grace to our good deeds and to our faith 
and that determines how quickly we enter Jannah and our ranks in Jannah and that shows you the importance of doing good deeds good faith generates good deeds commensurately to the goodness of the faith so brothers and sisters we need to live with the mindset that Jannah is my home this is my hometown this is where I need to come back to Allah wants me to come back home Jannah is my home Jannah where I need to be and you live your life on purpose in order to make it back home we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to guide us to that which is best Inna Allah wa malaikatahu yusalluna ala al-nabi Ya ayyuhal ladhina amanu sallu alayhi wa sallimu taslima Allah and his angels praise the Prophet O oh, who you believe praise and salute the Prophet Allahumma amin raw'atina wastur awratina waktum bil baqiyati salihati a'malana Allahumma inna nas'aluka al jannah wama qarraba ilayha min qawlin aw fi'lin aw amal wana'udhu bika min al nar wama qarraba ilayha min qawlin aw fi'lin aw amal O oh Allah, give us safety and security. O oh Allah, conceal our faults. O oh Allah, seal our labor with righteous deeds. O oh Allah, we ask you the Jannah and everything that brings us closer to Jannah. And we seek refuge in you from the hellfire and everything that brings us closer to the hellfire. Loved ones, this is my reminder to you today. I hope that Allah makes us from the people who hear the speech and follow that which is best. وصلى الله وسلم وبارك على نبينا محمد